When we say we are not poor, this is it. When we say, I can do, or didn't you read what Paul said? He said, I can do all things. 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 And he says, through Christ, who gives me strength? Who gives me strength? Paul calls it the superhuman energy of God that walketh in me mightily. The superhuman energy of God. When say Christ that strengthens me, where is the Christ? Not on the throne. He's talking about the Christ in you. Paul said about that thing, he said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Say this, I am powerful. Oh, you are not saying it right. Say, I'm powerful. I hope you get that. I'm, I'm separating the two words. I'm separating the two words. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am full of power. I'm filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God lives in me. Dunamis is at work in me. You know, think about it. Think about it. Scientists say nothing has been created and nothing can be destroyed. That matter just changes from one form to another. You think about it. Think about the spiritual implication of that. Is it true that nothing is created, nothing is destroyed? That matter just changes from one form to another. One form to another. Does it mean that money can change? my idea into realities into solutions into products that will eventually bring the cash you know so look at this think of it when you have the holy spirit you cannot say there is nobody to help me the helper lives inside you the helper lives inside you what is it that man could be looking for what is it man could be looking for what could happen to a man feel the holy spirit that the man will say, I'm finished. What is it that can happen? What is it that can happen? That is why Pastor puts it in capital letters. You can change it. Do you know this is powerful? How come things haven't changed? And now it's been 10 years. Maybe you're looking at the wrong place. Maybe you're looking at the wrong God waiting for the God in heaven to change it. When the God in heaven already installed his headquarters within you, waiting for you to change, waiting for you to wake up and change it. Maybe you are waiting for the God, you know, the people that, that have made time God, they are waiting for the God of time. They are saying with time something is going to change. With time I know it will change. I know it will change. But it doesn't change, it gets complex. Time doesn't change anything. What you do in time changes things. You know, what you do in time changes things. If you leave trouble to time, it will get more complicated. It will get more complex. But through the word of God, by the power of God that worketh in us, he says he's able to do exceeding. Can we look at this in the Amplified Version? Amplified Version, Ephesians chapter 2, verse, verse, chapter 3, verse 20. Amplified. He says, now to him who by, in consequence of, the action of his power. You know, the Amplified just gave you three different ways. That means, now to him who by, that's correct, to him who in consequence of, that's another way of looking at it, then to him who by the action of his power. That means the day you received the Holy Spirit, there was consequences to that. It is that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose. Woo! He is able to carry out his purpose and to do super abundantly, far above and above all that we dare ask. 
We dare, you know, when, when, when it says dare ask, it means whatever it is you're asking must be unimaginable. You, you, someone say, dare ask, dare, can you, can, you can't ask for normal things when you say dare ask. That means I say, I say, in your wildest imagination, give me a number, give me a figure. From where you stand now, give me a number. Uh, uh, Pastor, it, it's, it's like what, what Abraham, Abraham said. A Abraham said, Lord, um, um, if you find, if you find uh, 50 people in that country, would you save it? God says, I will. Then as they walked on, walked on, Abraham's faith grew. Abraham said, if you, if you find a, a 10, would you save it? He said, I will. Then Abraham continued, continued and got to five and stopped. He got to five and stopped. You know, every time I read that scripture, if Abraham had dared ask, if he had continued and dared ask and said, Lord, if you find one, let's say Lot did not do evangelism. Only Lot was the righteous soul. He didn't do evangelism because Abraham was trusting that, uh-uh, Lot, you, your wife, your children, you should have done evangelism. Something should have happened. If you dare find one, do you know what God would have said? God would have said yes. Not because of the one, but because of Abraham asked. Abraham had the right, he had the authority by his covenant with Jehovah to make that demand. Do you know life is currently giving you everything you ask for? He said, ah, pastor, no, 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 it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Life is not giving me what I asked for. Life is very unfair to me. No. You have not made a demand yet. You've not made a demand yet. When you make a demand, life is designed to give you exactly what you asked for. In fact, it will give it to you good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. When you'll be persistent and say, I refuse to receive anything else. I refuse to have any other life except the one that the word of God describes to me. Oh, praise God. Say this, I'm powerful. You have to say it in a powerful way. If you are sleeping, don't come, to this, don't come for this series. This is a power series. Say that I am powerful. Say, I can change anything. Do you know one of the things you need to start doing now? You need to start identifying what you want changed. You need to start identifying, what do I want changed? What is it? My finances? My family? What is it I want changed? Where do I want the change? Where do I want it? You know, where do I want it? So, we can see that through the power of God, you have the power of change through the Holy Spirit. You have the power of change. Pastor says the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost never to return as long as we remain on earth. For Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 16, let's look at John chapter 14 verse 16, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter, that is another paracletus, that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit came one day on the day of Pentecost and since then he has never left. So that means, look at that, let the power of the Lord come down. That song does not make um, Christian sense. You know, the power is not coming down. 
The power came down 2,000 years ago. You know, the power came down 2,000 years ago. Anytime we gather, the power is there. All you need to do is plug in. You know, plug in. If, if do, do you know, do you know that, that, that when, when you, you, you are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit and someone else is not born again, not filled with the Holy Spirit, and you start sharing the gospel with them and you're praying for them to get filled with the Holy Spirit, do you know that the Holy Spirit doesn't have to come from heaven to fill that one? The Holy Spirit within you will fill that one. It's the Holy Spirit that's within you that will fill that one. Bible tells us in Acts chapter 10, Paul was preaching in the house of Cornelius. And while Paul, Peter, Peter rather, Peter was preaching in the house of Cornelius. And while Peter was yet preaching, he was yet preaching. He says he was yet speaking words. The Holy Spirit fell. That's what the scriptures say, he fell. But fell from where? We know that it didn't fall like a mighty rushing wind from heaven. No, it fell from the very words that were coming out of Peter's lips. As Peter was speaking, didn't you read what Jesus said? He says, those that believe, those that believe out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. When Peter came into that room, he came with living water. He came with living water. He came with the spring of life. As he was speaking, the water was coming out. As he was speaking, the water was coming out. The Holy Spirit filled that whole room through the words of Peter. Oh, that you know what you carry. You know, this message for many of you, it's not about being filled with the Holy Spirit because you are, because you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You're already filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a reminder of what you're carrying. You know, because you say, Pastor, why do we need to remember? Because the things of the Spirit, they are activated by the button of recognition. The gifts of the Spirit, they are activated by the button of recognition. If you, are not, if you do not recognize what you have, it will not be activated. It will be there, but dormant. Do you have a phone and you have an app that is there, but it's not activated? You can see the app, but it's not activated. You've not activated it. It's there. It's there, all right. It's there, but it's not activated. Now, when it's not activated, it will look like it's not there. Let's look at Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. You can write this down. The things of the Spirit, the benefits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are activated through the button of recognition. Write it down. This is a principle you need to understand. Please, Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon has just one chapter. You don't know where Philemon is? After Titus, that's where you have Philemon. Look at this. It says that the communication of thy faith, the communication of thy faith may become effectual. The communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging, the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Oh, listen to this. It says, that the communication, communication here is an old word. It doesn't mean like we use it today, communication. No, but the, 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 the showing forth, the display, you know, the, the display of your faith. That means you have this faith, but is it communicating? You know, is, is it showing forth? 
Is it showing forth? Your Christianity, is it displayed in your everyday life? Is it the communication of your faith may become effectual? Then it shows you how. By the acknowledging. The word acknowledging there is the Greek word epignosis. By the epignosis. And epignosis is a knowledge where, a situation where the knowledge and the one who has the knowledge becomes one. That means it's not just a knowledge you have. It is, it is such that you are one with the knowledge. When you are the walking expression of the knowledge. That's what the scripture says here. Now, let's look at this in the NIV. 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 Look at this. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing you, we have in Christ. This is nice, but not so nice. Let's look at the message. When you get to the passion, you will see how it is. I keep praying that this faith we hold in common keeps showing up in the good things we do and that people recognize Christ in all of it. Wonderful, but it's far more than this. Amplified. Amplified. And I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote, look at this, full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing that is ours in our identification with Christ Jesus and unto his glory. Can you look at that? One, one, the day you got born again, you were identified with Christ. Now, what did you receive through your identification in Christ Jesus? Look at the Passion Translation. you see it. It says, I pray for you that the faith we share may effectively deepen your understanding of every, every good thing that belongs to you in Christ Jesus. Go back to the King James. Go back to the King James. It says, every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. What's the good thing we found out in Acts chapter 1, verse 9, that's in you? What is it? Say it again. So power, what's that power? The power of the Holy Ghost. Dunamis is in you. But it says now you need to recognize it. You need to um, 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 epignosis it. That the more you epignosis it, the more you express it. Then in the Amplified, it shows you Three key important factors in epignosis. Get it? It says one, recognition. One, recognition. Come to the full recognition. Come to the full recognition. Now, what's recognition? Um, how many of you know you can have something and not recognize you have it? How many of you can, you, you know that somebody can be present, you don't recognize they are there? Answer me. Huh? You act like they are not there. You know, you act like they are not there. Imagine a husband and a wife, they're having, they're having, they're quarreling. You know, they're quarreling. The, the man is trying to carry something. The wife is there. Then he's calling someone else. He's calling someone else. Please come and help me. You know, come and help me. Then the woman there acts like, I can't even hear what you are saying. Then the person comes to help, you know, to help the man, so the wife is present, but he doesn't recognize her presence. You know, then the wife also sees him in need and does not recognize that he is in need, does not even recognize that he is talking. Who understands that? Do you know people are filled with the Holy Spirit and they don't recognize him? 
They are filled with the Holy Spirit. They don't recognize him. You say, how do I know you don't recognize him? When you talk, as soon as you open your mouth, we can hear it. I don't have anybody in this life to help me. Look at that. Look at that. But the Holy Spirit is inside you. Then you say, you don't have anybody in this life. Then, I mean, have you ever seen such people when they are there? Then you bring the Holy Spirit and say, but the Holy Spirit is saying, listen, leave this thing. We're not talking about friends that you cannot see. We're talking about friends you can touch and see. You know, so the more you try to bring the spiritual kingdom to them, the more they push it aside. I, I'm, I'm looking for my, there's this, this, this um, message, this expression now that Christians use. I'm looking for my vision helpers. I'm looking for my vision builders, somebody that will come and rescue me from my situation. I don't have anybody. I've looked to the north. I've looked to the south. But you never looked inside you. You know, never looked inside you. It starts through recognition. Through recognition. Act like he is in you. You know, behave like he's in you. Talk like he's in you. You say, Father, I thank you. You have filled me with your spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside me. You have filled me with power. Dynamic ability. Dynamic ability to cause changes. Therefore, in this life, I am never without help. You are my helper. You are my strength. You are my comforter. Let's look at, let's look at this. Amplified version, amplified version, John chapter 14, verse 16. Amplified version, John chapter... Now, remember, we'll, we'll get to these three things. Recognition, appreciation, and understanding. Let's go. John chapter 14, verse 16. Amplified. Nice. Look at that. Look at this. Look at this. You know, King James just... Can we look at the King James and we come? King James... And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Now, another comforter, Pastor has told us, means allows paracletus. Paracletus is comforter. Um, another is allows. That means another one like me. Another one like me. Another one like me. Remember, Jesus started this chapter in verse 1. Go, go to verse 1. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't act like, because he told them I'm leaving, he told them I'm going, then all of a sudden they are acting like, oh, what can we do? What are we going to do without you? What are we going to do without you? Then he said, let not your heart be troubled. He says, believe in God. Believe also in me. Then he says, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. What is that place? Christ. Has he prepared it? Yes. Now you are in that place. You are in Christ. Go to verse 16. He says, another comforter. Then let's look at it in the Amplified Version. He breaks up comforter. He says, another comforter means counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and stand by. What does it mean? I recognize that at every given moment, the comforter is within me. At every given moment, the counselor is within me. Do you know what it means, counselor? Oh, I'm so confused. No, I have a counselor. I have a con I recognize I have a counselor. Helper. You know what I like about helper? Helper doesn't tell you what kind of helper. It just says helper. 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 Any kind of problem, helper. 
any kind of situation, helper. That means if you're a student, helper to understand physics is inside. Helper. In any situation, he's my helper. Then he says, intercessor. Intercessor. He is working in my life to cause me to pray, to cause others to pray for me. He's my advocate. You know, sometimes you want to defend yourself. You want to defend yourself. You have a case. You want to defend yourself. Oh, no. You may not be as knowledgeable in the law like the advocate is. The advocate's business is to look through the law, to look through the law, to find reasons to fight for your case. Now you have an advocate, an advocate who would defend you. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to always fight. There's an advocate. Then he says, strengthener, strengthener. He says, recognize it, recognize him as your strengthener. I just feel like dying. I don't have any power. No. No, no. Every time you talk like that, you are not recognizing him. You know, you know, one of the things you ask yourself is, when you see yourself acting that way, you just say, wait, hold on. Are you quarreling with the Holy Spirit? Are you quarreling because you are behaving like a man that is quarreling with his wife? Or are you, are you quarreling with the Holy Spirit? Because he's your comforter, he's your strengthener, he's your counselor, he's your helper, he's your intercessor, he's your advocate. He is. And by the way, he's not a man. He says he will be with you. How long is he going to be with you? He's not going to resign just because you misbehaved. He's not going to remind you of all your errors of yesterday. He says he will remain with you forever. He says, Pastor, this case, I've just blown it. This thing is so bad. He's your advocate. He will read you out. He will bring you out. You feel like no strength anymore. He's your strength now. He says, recognize him. He will strengthen you. Go back, go back to, to Philemon. Amplified version. You look at three things. One, recognition. So it starts by recognition. So what do you say? You begin to declare. You begin to recognize his presence. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is my advocate. Recognize it. Then the next thing is appreciation. You know, because I'm, I'm blowing up the word. It says through the acknowledging. I'm expanding that word, acknowledging. And I'm telling you there are three phases to this acknowledging. One, recognition. Two, appreciation. Appreciation comes through understanding value. You know, appreciation comes by getting some more information. You know, more information about what you already have. Uh, say, I call you and I give you a wristwatch. You recognize me, you say, wow, this is a nice wristwatch. Thank you for the wristwatch. Oh, it's so beautiful. Then you leave me, you wear that wristwatch, you're going around, you're happy that you have the wristwatch. Then someone says, hey, what are you wearing? He looks at it, he says, oh my goodness, this is a whole blood. Then he says, uh, what, what's a whole blood? He says, oh, uh, let's look at it. Do you know this wristwatch is worth $50,000? He says, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say $50,000? He said, you are lying now. You know the way Nigerians will say, it's a lie, it's a lie. Then he said, hold on, bring the internet. He checks it out. You look online. It's the exact wristwatch you're wearing. He said, maybe this one is fake. Then you go to a shop. You bring it out. You go to a shop where they sell expensive wristwatches. You bring them out. They look at the wristwatch. They say, where did you get this from? And you check. He said, this is not just original. This is a limited edition of this wristwatch. 
There are only three of them in this whole world. And they, then you say, wait, you mean it's not just the whole lot, it's a limited edition and there are three, and you say this is one out of three? Then you say, oh, let me tell you the name of the person who owns one. The other two, let's check. Then they call something, you say, hold on. Then they check and say, I'm the third person. Who understands what's going on? Now, look at this. You are increasingly, increasingly coming into a deeper appreciation of what you've always had. You're coming into a deeper appreciation of what you always had. It's like this. You say, you recognize him. You say, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Then the scripture brings you. You go on a journey with the word of God. Then he says, the power that you have in you is the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. He said, hold on, hold on. Which one exactly? You mean the power that spoiled principalities and powers? He said, yeah. All of hell could not stop this power. You say, yes. He rose Jesus from the dead. You know, you know, he was really, really dead. He was bastardized. He was, yes. He said, he rose him from the dead. He was renewed. He said, where is this power now in heaven? He said, no, 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 no. That's the power that lives inside you. Which, which me? Me? All of a sudden, a deeper appreciation. Who understands that? A deeper appreciation. Then you're saying, if he rose Jesus from the dead that same spirit now that's what paul was saying if that same spirit that rose jesus from the dead if that spirit lives in you that spirit will vitalize your mortal body he came into a deeper appreciation of what he already has oh that god will bring to your heart new light that you may understand that you may recognize and appreciate the gift of god and what's the next thing understanding this is it Understanding makes you a permanent possessor. And you need to get that. The scripture says that the word was sown. It was planted. They received it in their hearts. But it says that the enemy came like a bird and stole the word because the people did not have understanding. When you receive a gift from God, if you don't come to a place of understanding, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. Understanding is how you keep your possession. Understanding is how you, you walk in the, in the newness of life. This is where the Spirit of God wants to bring you into. You know, it starts with recognition. Then it goes to appreciation. Then you come to spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. That's why he says in Proverbs, he says, get wisdom. And then he says, in all thy getting, he says, get understanding. Get understanding. You know, when you have understanding, look at Jesus. There was a storm. You know, everything was boisterous. I mean, all the disciples, they were there. Jesus was in the boat. And after a while, they woke him up and they said, don't you care that we perish? Don't you care that we perish? That's the way some people pray. When the storms of life come, they remember they are born again. Jesus is in their boat. Then they wake Jesus up and say, don't you care? Don't you care? Then all of a sudden, a word comes, peace be still. Did you see that Jesus did not apologize for sleeping? Did you ever read the scripture? He never apologized for sleeping. Ah, how come I slept? No. He looked at them and said, how come your faith is so little? How come your faith is so little? That means what he was saying to them, you didn't have to wake me up. You could have solved this yourself. What was the difference? Understanding. Understanding. He spoke. All of a sudden, the wind, the rage went to sleep. When you watch the healing streams and you watch the healing school, what you see is man of God walking in understanding. When he says, out, go, healed, that's understanding. That's understanding of how spiritual things work. And this is what you want to do. You want to increase 
this way. You want to come into this epignosis. The Holy Spirit lives in me. Say that. The power of God is at work in me. The dynamic ability of God is at work in me. Then say this, I am not powerless. I am not a victim of situations and circumstances. Say this, I can change anything. Anything. What does the devil try to make you feel? Powerless. Powerless. There's nothing you can do. Brother, there's something you can do. There's something you can do. He said, oh, they tied my hand. They tied my legs. I cannot move. No, things can move. You know, you can move. You know, you know money can move towards you. It's not every time you go for money. Sometimes money comes to you. It comes to you. Help comes to you. There is no place where you can be. There is, they, let's say, they dug a ground. They dug, they dug the ground. Then they buried you inside and kept you inside. No, so that removed your phone, removed your everything. They have not removed the God signal. They have not removed the God signal. Say, oh, that's why I died. Nobody knew where I was. No, 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 no. Listen, there is nowhere you can be that you are away from his presence. Nowhere. You see, when we're bringing this message, it's not just a Bible study to you. It's not just a Bible study. God told me to start teaching you this because some of you are facing situations where you need to change things. You have been praying and asking for God to change something. But he came to tell me, he came to tell you through me that listen, headquarters already has a headquarters within you. Stop waiting for him to change something when he has given you the power to change it. Now you know that you have the power to change it. Now during the seasons, we'll be teaching you how to do it. We'll be teaching you how to do it. Today you've learned some things. One, the Holy Spirit is within you. Two, when he came, he came with his dynamic ability. Now that means you have dynamic ability to cause changes. Now you know that this power is, is released and activated in your life through um, um, the acknowledging of every good thing that's in you. We find out that there are three levels of acknowledgement. One, recognition. Two, appreciation. Three, understanding. So you recognize and you declare. You declare with your confession, the Holy Spirit is in me. The power of God is in me. Then as you study God's word, you come into a deeper appreciation of what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You come into understanding and all of a sudden you're telling yourself, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I cannot be defeated. Oh, I cannot be defeated. No weapon fashioned against me will prosper. No weapon fashioned against me will prosper. He that is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. I'm one spirit with him. Praise God. Rise to your feet and talk to the Lord yourself.